Which Star Wars character is surprisingly good at golf? Jabba the Putt. <laughs> what did the golfer call his girlfriend? His sweet tea. What has four wheels and flies? A garbage truck. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Cliff Andrews, a.k.a. 49 Cent. Hello, Cliff. Hello, Dr. Steve. And she who would do most anything for a glass of expensive wine. You hear that, uh, Daniel and John? It's Lady Diagnosis. (laughs) Hello, Dr. Steve. And uh, Super Android 23, uh, a.k.a. the Moogfest Posse. We've got John on the uh, iPad. Hello, John. Hello, Dr. Steve. And we've got Daniel Renteria on the Chaosolator. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Welcome to the show. So I got to tell the story about how we met Daniel. It's the goofy, the most random thing in the world. Um, this is a show for people who had never listened to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, or if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-2-HEAD. If you're listening to us live, the number is 754-227-3647. That's 754-BEAR-NIP. Very good, Clef, or my favorite, 754-22-PENIS. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine, at Lady Diagnosis, and at DRScottWM, and also at WMTheIntern. That's Cliff's uh, uh, Twitter. Visit our website at WeirdMedicine.com for podcast medical news and stuff you can buy, or go to our merchandise store at CafePress.com slash WeirdMedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. I hate to plot you guys down. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go for a little bit. You guys have got to teach me this how to do This is pretty that. awesome. That's very awesome. I feel awesome. like I should be jumping up and down. It's so much fun to do this stuff. It, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. You this can't. is... I, I can't even explain how much joy I get out of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. The cool thing about the, the, the thing that I'm using is you don't need to really know anything about... You know, anything. To, yeah, I mean, pretty right. much. You just, you just how to press buttons. I'm impressed. And uh, just just have a blast at it. I yeah, love you this. certainly I love don't have thing. to have any mic technique. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you yeah. can just like wherever you want. I'm you like, can talk anywhere. <laughs> no, right. no one here, can hear you. You would never here. know I was a broadcast it even, <laughs> Yeah, <it> could. <laughs> that thing. Talk into it. I paid a lot for go. that degree, and uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> hey, don't forget to check out stuff.drsteve.com for all your Amazon needs. It really does make a difference. Thank you for using it. Go to stuff.drsteve now. Just click through, or you can scroll down and see all the different products we've talked about on this show and uh, and um, um, look at them, see our mini reviews, and then uh, you can click on them and buy them if you want to. Uh, check out tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID, F-L-U-I-D, for 33% off the best earbuds for the money uh, anywhere and uh, the best customer service anywhere. And the, the cool thing is... It's not some 5% discount. I mean, it's 33% off. So if you buy three things, you get one of them free. And it's really cool to see that number come down. Like, I've got, oh, God, I've got 60 bucks in my... um, 
in my basket and then I put in fluid and I it's down to 40. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So it's really cool. Makes that sound uh, so too. tweakedaudio.com simply yeah, it makes exactly that sound. <laughs> uh, check out simplyherbals.net that's Dr. Scott's website. He's on vacation this week and on sabbatical. Right, oh, perfect timing by the way. We're moving our beer store from one location to another and he picks this week to fucking oh, go on of vacation. Well, he's smart. <laughs> He was smart. I had no idea. So yeah, just a coincidence. You got this right. <laughs> so tomorrow, I'm yeah, I'm going. Anybody wants to help me? Uh, these two guys will be gone already. Um, I've got to go to the uh, garden store and buy a bunch of planters and say he has. Okay, so we have a um, a parking lot, but we want to use part of it as a place for people to hang out and drink beer and stuff, right? So we don't want people driving into it. So Scott's idea was to take a bunch of pallets, you know, those wooden pallets, and just throw them out there. <laughs> and it looks it's not just, a fire hazard at it, all, right? Really. It just looks like somebody <laughs> threw a bunch of pallets out there. Yeah. So I'm going to go buy while he's gone. I'm going to go buy a bunch of you know planters and mm-hmm. just fill them up with stuff and put some flowers in them. There and, you go. You know. To demarcate that area, mm-hmm. so it, it just looks like somebody just threw. Who threw these pallets out here? Can we have at <laughs> least to take? Yeah. I'm gonna take them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe paint. Don't take these on them. Don't don't forget. That's, don't yeah, park yeah, here sorry. and don't take these. <laughs> don't forget etncomedy.com. Uh, we have an event coming up August second. And Cliff will be performing. We've got uh, one of the other finalists from the funniest person in the Tri Cities performing, and also Vic Henley. Uh, blue collar comedian and um it's gonna be a lot of fun uh the amphitheater holds 1200 people we need a shitload of people to show up for this uh i was saying last show when tim Dillon did it we had 250 people and i said it didn't look like anybody was there that's not a slam on tim that was double the number that they're used to getting there they usually get about 50 to 100 people there so tim brought in you know two to four times their normal number but it's just a huge, huge place, and I really would like to see at least 600 people show up for this. I wonder if you could do like a raffle or like announce a giveaway a, a or something. A raffle for free tickets? Oh, for, no, oh, for like, something like, else, yeah. For, like, yeah, for say like, Ooh. hey, you know, if you show up, you know, you enter for a chance to win whatever the thing is. You well, know what? Dr. Steve's already Give buying him a beer. Yes. That is not a bad damn idea. <laughs> yes. Okay, let me let me think about that. If we can come up with something. a trip to Barbados, <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? No, no, on a rowboat. Yes, and we'd give them the rowboat. Yeah, we could do that. Or an oar. We'll give them an oar. <laughs> we'll the oar. Just one. <laughs> just one. You got to earn the other one. <laughs> just go around in circles. Uh, so yeah, etncomedy.com. And if you're interested in getting uh, archives of the show, of course, why would you? Who but, wouldn't want to? But. <laughs> It's interesting how we went at that at completely opposite angles. Because I'm Isn't saying, who wouldn't want that? And Lady Agnes like, who wouldn't want that? I know. Um, for a buck ninety nine a month, you get full access to all of our archives plus some premium material that includes the funniest person in the Tri Cities. You can hear Cliff's uh, three minute set. Um, and uh, everybody did a three-minute set except for this one guy who was t- just telling some damn joke, and he went on for like ten minutes. But we yeah. we didn't have the heart to drag him off, yeah, no. because I wanted to hear the, what, what the end of the joke you was. You were locked in at that point. <laughs> you were like yeah. totally locked in. Uh, no. <laughs> You were committed, like it was, good, you know, yeah. it was a commitment at that point. It, it had been too yep. long. And, and how how bad was the the end? It was it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So. We were duped. It was pretty funny. He did not come in dead last, though. So, but anyway, hey, um, one thing I wanted to talk about. We've got uh, one guy that's been on hold for fifty-five minutes, and we're getting to you. And I think we lost a call or two in the in the break. Um, I, I wanted Doctor Scott isn't here, but uh, and I wish he he were here. But um, I wanted to. We we get iTunes. Uh, reviews. We've got a bunch of reviews. I don't know. It's five hundred, a thousand reviews. And thank you all for those that give us review on iTunes. Yes, thank you. And uh, we usually get good reviews. We got a one star review the other day, and this person said, and this is Daniel Booth O five, <laughs> and he said had potential, but lost me when the doctor let Mister Pseudoscience make claims about acupuncture. <gasps> now. Uh, he said, acupuncture is not a legitimate treatment for anything, comma, period. Shame on you for allowing this repeatedly debunked practice to have any place in what you're calling a medical show. Now, so um, 
most people know me as an empiricist. I do have Dr. Scott on this show to ward off the alternative medicine assholes who would, you know, I can say, hey, I got an acupuncturist on the show. What do you want? But, you know, Dr. Scott is also an empiricist. You think he would think that he wouldn't be. But I wouldn't have him on the show if there wasn't a meeting of the minds. And uh, we used to work in the same practice, and I would send him the people that I could not make a diagnosis on. They felt bad. I could show that they weren't dying, but they still felt bad. So I'd send them to him. They would 100% come back to me feeling better. Now, you can say, well, that's the placebo effect or what I like to call it, the cryptogenic therapeutic effect. But this is what I want to talk to you about. There are – I I went on PubMed, and PubMed.com is where you can find access to every – article in the medical literature that's been peer-reviewed and something that haven't been peer-reviewed. And I just picked four random articles on acupuncture. I just put our acupuncture in and then picked some. <clears throat> so here's one from, it's a 2015 article from the journal Headache. And it's called Acupuncture for Migraine Prevention. Now, headache is not some bullshit complimentary, and look, there's some good complimentary medicine journals too but I'm, what i'm saying is this isn't there's there should not be bias in an article that's uh, in a journal that is primarily geared toward neurologists who treat headache headache is the journal of record for headache you know uh research so uh it says uh, uh acupuncture origins for, or originates from ancient china encompasses procedures that basically involve Stimulation of anatomical points of the body. So uh, they said they reviewed large and well-designed trials of acupuncture for migraine prevention and also the effectiveness of acupuncture when tried against proven migraine preventative medications. Their conclusion, acupuncture seems to be at least as effective as conventional drug preventative therapy for migraine and is safe, long-lasting, and cost-effective. It is a complex intervention that may prompt lifestyle changes that could be valuable in the patient's recovery. So, oh, sorry, shame on me for uh, ha- you know talking about this on my show. You fucking asshole! He was really salty. Asshole. Like you know, how salty you have to be to asshole. take your time to like. You got to sign in. You got to yeah. find a particular episode. <laughs> well, here's another one. Okay, this is from Biomedica. This is a 2017, also not a BS journal. And uh, it's called The Effectiveness of Low Back Pain Treatment with Acupuncture. And I'm only going to just read the conclusion. It says, as acupuncture was effective among these patients and adherence proved to be a fundamental part of the process, it would be important to include this type of therapy in the mandatory health plan in Colombia. So this is, look, it's South America. They have great medicine there as well. And these guys are arguing that acupuncture should be part of the mandatory health plan in Colombia for people with low back pain because, uh, you know, they're trying to avoid opioid um, addiction and toxicity like anybody else is. So, okay, you could say, well, that's not, you know, it's not peer-reviewed double-blind placebo-controlled study or anything. But this is – these are not um, – uh, this is not malarkey. Right. So let, let's, let me right. do another one. I, I, I did four of them. I'll just run through them real quick. Battlefield acupuncture to treat low back pain in the emergency department. This is from the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. Again, not some biased journal. You know, if you see one that's the, uh, you know, the Journal of Acupuncture, some of course their studies are going to be positive. You know, right. and that's just their natural bias. But as long as bias is okay, as long as you're aware of it, you know, and that you can control for it. Right. This says this pilot study demonstrates that a battlefield acupuncture, and I wish Dr. Scott was here to explain what that is, is feasible as therapy for low back pain in the emergency department. Furthermore, our data suggests that battlefield acupuncture may be efficacious to improve low back symptoms, and thus further efficacy studies are warranted. So this is a preliminary study, but they're um, – they looked at you know a group of patients that presented to the emergency room that were randomized to standard care plus battlefield um, acupuncture or standard care alone. And uh, they found that it was statistically significant improvement in the people. But, but I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole for having this quack on the show. How dare you? Um, I know. 
acupuncture's <laughs> been around for what a couple? But four thousand years now. That yeah, those guys aren't. Those guys don't. Know Next thing you're going to be telling me, seat belts are safe. You <laughs> quack. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, just because it's been around four thousand years does not, by itself, mean it's effective. But you would think that if it, you know, this is just common sense. If it weren't effective at all, it would have died out four thousand and one years ago. <laughs> right. But then again, I mean, the the same person who wrote that is the same person who could have used the internet to find those, those things out on his That's right. No, they, they, so they, weren't, interest, they weren't interested in finding those things. Give yourself a bill! That's a damn good point, Daniel. <laughs> I, I didn't, hadn't even thought of that. He could have just Googled, is acupuncture effective, and found out for himself. But So the thing I want to say about what he said mm-hmm. is that's a faith-based statement. When you say it's, been, it's not worth anything mm-hmm. – he doesn't have the evidence to back him up to say that he's speaking out of emotion right. and mm-hmm. that's his belief and but that's a faith-based statement just right. like yeah, any right. other faith-based statement you have to take it for what it is is is, is, is the guy in in pain himself well, i don't know hell i don't, well, I, I don't know that, like if he tried it and it didn't work and that's why he's you know that's a, that's a good point actually crapping I, on it i don't know i hadn't yeah. thought about that either Yep. Um, okay. Let me do one more. Effectiveness of acupuncture so that we're not just looking at pain. To treat irritable bowel syndrome, a meta-analysis. So a meta-analysis, if you don't know, is where you take a bunch of studies and you mush them together to get a bigger population so that you can make uh, more conclusive. Um, if you take a bunch of small studies and and if they're compatible, you can mush the data together and get a bigger study out of it. And bigger studies mean better data, better sensitivity to small effects, stuff like that. So it says um, uh, six randomized placebo-controlled clinical trials met the criteria and were included in the meta-analysis and blah, blah, blah. They're, um, they were looking at um, uh, studies that looked at acupuncture to ameliorate symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, which would be abdominal pain, cramping, um, constipation, diarrhea. It says, uh, and I'm just going to read the conclusion. Acupuncture exhibits clinically and statistically statistically significant, you fuck, (laughs) control of irritable bowel syndrome symptoms, you know? Wow. So... When I was was a kid... um, So Daniel Booth 05, sorry, dude, I'm just not buying it. When I was a kid... And you don't have to listen anymore, it's fine. Somebody told me when I was when I was a kid that if you had a headache, there was a pressure point on your hand that you pushed. In. Yes, between, between the your, thumb. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, Isn't and, that interesting that I know that too, well, and I you know that, that and yeah, you heard I've it. I've heard that. Yep. I've heard that all my life, and, and in some cases, it, it actually works. Yep. So, something to it. There, uh, there's a a lot of different hypotheses of how acupuncture works, and it may work on multiple levels. On one hand, when you're treating pain, it may give the brain a counter-stimulation that causes the brain to neglect the original stimulation. So it's a counter-stimulation, but it's less severe. And so if you can use a, um, uh, a stimulation that's less noxious than, say, your acute low back pain, to fool the brain into shutting those pathways off, well, hell, you know. And then, you know, Dr. Scott, we'll talk about it next uh, two podcasts from now. But uh, Dr. Scott has some uh, interesting research on release of endorphins and other things like that when acupuncture needles are placed. I have issues with the whole meridian thing myself. I The studies where they have people just jabbing needles where they want to and then doing it according to the meridians, those mm-hmm. kind of show it might not matter as much that these, um, that these diagrams be completely adhered to, you know, because there's no anatomic reason for those things to work. Right. And, and a lot of the studies will show that. Now, you can show that some of the tenets of acupuncture don't hold water. And you can also show that the acupuncturists that are out there that are claiming to cure cancer – are completely full of, you know, beans, if I can use that such strong language. <laughs> Down. You better, Tucker. yeah, you got to take it easy. Wow. Yeah, that's, so, wow. My, my but, ears are not garbage cans. But, <laughs> but Dr. Scott is a complimentary uh, practitioner. In other words, we work together. So he knows if someone has cancer, he's going to send them to us first to get their treatment going, but then he can treat them for their nausea or their pain and stuff like that. He isn't trying to uh, do things that he knows that there's no data behind. 
So, you know, so anyway, he isn't here. I kind of wanted to do this when he wasn't here. We, I, I did go over this with him on the Sirius XM show a couple, couple of weeks ago. So he's heard this whole defense of acupuncture, but, uh, and there are people out there that abuse, you know, they, they take a two week course and call themselves, or a, I'm sorry, a two day course on a weekend and call themselves an acupuncturist. Now that's a whole different thing. The thing about Dr. Scott is he went to four year traditional Chinese medical school. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. I respect herbalists that have spent their whole lives dedicating themselves to finding things out in the wild and turning them into medicine. That's a, that is an ancient tradition that I have to respect it. Um, but we can, you know, like Rodney King said, we can all get along. You know, can't we all get along? Yes, we can. We can work together. It's when people start, you know, in the fringes, start making crazy claims. It tur- it's usually yeah. um, flakes who want to practice medicine without taking the trouble of going to medical school. And they're the ones that kind of ruin it for everybody. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. And Dr. Scott will be the first to say, don't neglect um, a, a, pr- a treatment that has proven data, proven efficacy, just to come to a you know an alternative medicine provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the the stuff that has data, but then go see them to deal with the side effects of the stuff that we do to them. <laughs> so, all right, okay. Um, oh, Calvin called back. Now it's been seven minutes. It was fifty-seven minutes. Calvin, you're on uh, area code four hundred eight. You're on weird medicine. Hey. Uh, let's see, John, Dan, uh, Cliff, No Scott, Die, and Steve. How's it going? Oh, I'll give you one. <laughs> give yourself a bill. Very good. He's, I forgot our names at this point. I had to That's try good. to memorize that. I'm the worst with names. I had to try to memorize well, that. Actually, you've been on hold so on long. Hold for so long. <laughs> it's been on hold since yeah, last month. Yeah, I was month. on hold for so. Yeah, I was on hold for so long. I decided to schedule myself for a colonoscopy with no anesthesia. (laughs) Very good. Linger longer. Yes. Very good. These, (laughs) nobody in this room knows what you're talking about, but I got it. What I did just so they know I've done all my colonoscopies with no anesthesia. So what? Yep. We'll talk about it after he hangs up. I haven't talked about it in a while. Like, on purpose? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, on purpose. Well, <laughs> that propofol stuff it messes you up for a couple of days, and this right. way, I, I don't have to take a day off at of work. Uh, I can just, you know, fart out all the gas, yeah. which is thunderous, by the way. Mm-hmm. Except this last guy used nitrogen, and there was nothing. I was going to shove a flatus flute up my ass and right. make music. Right. We talked about that, and uh, and it uh, there was there wasn't any gas. It was yeah. very disappointing. But then, yeah, I just pull up my drawers and go to work. He was taking calls while he was in, you know, yeah. being scoped. Oh, sorry, I got to take this. Hold on. <laughs> but anyway, all right, Calvin, what do you got for us this week? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted to correct that joke that was done by the little computer program earlier because uh, garbage trucks actually have ten wheels, and that's not what I was calling about. But they have doubles in the back and then up front because of the weight load. And that's I have right. a class A license because I'm a courier. And the species and, of fly uh, is actually anyway, Drosophila. So just, it's not you know just those common house flies. I wanted to say something. They ruined that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. Um, I'm a courier by day and a comedian by night, so no matter what, it's all about the delivery. <laughs> and I wanted to ask... Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask a serious question about... Because I've been working for such long hours. I mean, I've, I've been getting like four or five hours of sleep a night, and yep. I actually feel fine, but I was wondering, in your medical opinion, what is the necessary amount of a human sleep cycle? Boy, like, how much sleep do we actually need, in your opinion? That's a tough one um, uh, because, the, you know, the, cl- the classic thing is how much sleep do we need? Eight hours. You know, everybody will say we need eight hours. But that may or may not yeah. be true. And as you get older, you tend to need less and less or tend to be able to get less and less. Um, you yeah. know, there are – the Sleep Foundation will say the teenagers between 14 and 17 um, need eight to ten hours of sleep. And now my kid, they think it's 10 to 12. (laughs) Right. Well, he'll, he'll stay up till three and then he could literally sleep till three in the afternoon if I didn't get him up. But then he feels like shit. That's impressive. You know, well, I used to do that. When I was in college, I'd sleep till two in the afternoon. All the damn time. I could never do that. I've heard that, uh, I've heard that oversleeping is just as bad or even worse than not sleeping enough. Is that, is that, 
Um, well, it False. makes you feel crummy. Well, yeah. False. False. You cannot get too much sleep. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm a napper. <laughs> but the National Sleep Foundation released some results of a world-class study that took more than two years of research to complete. And um, they, they updated their... Um, I'm trying to find this right now. Okay. They updated their findings as far as what what you should need for each age group. So um, they've how old are you, Calvin? I'm in my 30s, early 30s. Okay. Adult sleep range, not change, remains seven to nine hours. So seven would do. And uh, sometimes I only get six because my wife does not appreciate this radio thing. <laughs> A lot. Well, you know, she's okay yeah. with it, but she's not That's a big fan. Yeah, and if I interrupt our family time to do radio stuff or to come up and play with in my synth lab, man, uh, it really isn't a good thing. So I do all my extracurricular activities after she goes to bed, which fortunately is usually pretty early. She likes to go to bed around nine nine thirty, and then I've got a couple hours. But then I find myself staying up until midnight or one o'clock, and I got to get up at six. So, um, yeah. you know, when people ask me, how do, how do I get all the stuff done that I do? Because I'm putting PowerPoint presentations for work together and doing all this. It's just because I don't sleep, but it's not, not necessarily good for me. Um, now, if you, yeah, and getting too little sleep, I know, can increase your risk of certain disease states and stuff like that. And, but people who are, are you sleepy during the day? That's the big question. There will be a brief moment when I finally sit down to relax where I kind of nod off for a few, but I don't really take a nap. I'll just be kind of having my eyes closed. And it's like when your computer goes to sleep, but it doesn't go to deep sleep. It's just kind of like you have to move the mouse to wake the screen back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I'm just kind of sitting there with my eyes closed. Now, yeah. see, I had that where I, as soon as I would get to work every morning, I would fall asleep for about 10, 15 minutes. And at one time... <laughs> I pulled in at the dry cleaners because I'd take my dry cleaning in and I'd listen to the radio. I listen to Jim and Sam, or if it's before eight o'clock, I was listening to to uh, Howard, and um, and I'd fall asleep. And some guy went in there and said, I, "There's a guy out there. I think he's dead." And they're like, "Oh no, that's just Doctor Steve. He just does that." Yeah, <laughs> it'll be all right. But uh, yeah, sleep deprivation will prevent your immune system from uh, uh, working properly, and uh, so it, that would increase your risk for chronic illnesses. Uh, uh, that may increase inflammation in your body, so that you're more likely to uh, get you know heart disease and things like that. So, it's it is important to have good sleep hygiene. Sleep in the same uh, bed every night. To only sleep in your bed. Sleep or screw. Don't work in your bed because if you're working, what are you trying to do? You're trying not to sleep, right? So if you get in yeah. bed and and you know sit on your bed and you're working doing emails for work, that's actually counterproductive to your sleep because you're training yourself when you're in that bed, you're going to be awake. You want to train yourself that when yeah. your head hits that pillow, you're asleep. And the only way to do that is to uh, consistently only sleep or have intercourse. Or, or both at the same time, and you know. Anyway, I'm. Just, it's well, I don't. I don't but, get into any of that. But uh, yeah, I will say that I've noticed that when I go to bed about 10 p.m., uh, which is pretty early for the comedy scene. But if I happen to get to bed about 10 p.m., I can fall asleep real easy. But then if I stay up just maybe an hour or two beyond that, then I have to only sleep past like midnight or one right. in the morning. Right, you get your. My body wants to go into like a second wind yep. with the circadian rhythm. Oh, dude. I, I get so tired, and uh, you know I'll I'll go to well, like I said, I'll I'll stay up till midnight or one o'clock. When I'm at Moogfest with my uh, brothers and sisters, uh, you know, who are into electronic music, they were all dropping like flies. And I'm like, no, fuck, no, we're going to the next concert. You know, I'm just totally wide awake, and yep. it, it, that change. If you got something they to should. do, you can stay up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they should call you the Moog Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. nothing. Oh, I was just kissing you, babe. You get the shout out of something. Yeah. I don't know how you're getting to bed before 10 and doing right. comedy, though. I know. <laughs> He's in California. Uh, you're well, in that's, California, that's right? rare. That's like... He's out west. Yeah, I'm out in California. So what I'm doing... Typically what I do is I'm home by like 11.30 or midnight from that stuff. But I'm saying like on a day that I don't mm. have anything yeah. to do. Like typically Friday nights... 
um, I don't have shows. Like I have shows like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and kind of like that. So on the nights when I'm home, I try to get to bed by 10, which is super interesting. I know. <laughs> you ever, um, you ever, anyways, that's kind of the, yeah. You ever run into yeah. Joe Rogan at any of these clubs? Or are you in any of those clubs? No, he's in Los Angeles. I'm up near San Francisco, oh, so I'm in the oh, South oh, Bay area. Oh, that's cool. Um, and okay. I actually, I yeah, I post all my listing stuff of where I'll be appearing at Calvin Ha Ha Comedy on Facebook. There Calvin Ha Ha Comedy. Get that plug in, my brother. Um, yep. That's yeah, the Facebook page. I'm not aware of the comedy scene in San Francisco at all. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, they have, well, we got a comedy scene yeah. here. Well, right, but well, but ain't much no, of one. Well, it's basically Cliff. No, yeah, basically. <laughs> no. and yeah. it's in hey. this room, basically. and it's like right now. <laughs> basically, they just have two large clubs up in San Francisco. There's Cobbs and Punchline. Those are like in the very north part of San Francisco, near okay. the edge of the water, and all that. Other than that, there's a bunch of open mics, but it's just hippy-dippies sitting around in a drum circle next to the train tracks with BART right. and VA, VTA goes all. But, but so, and then there's a couple things yeah. out in Oakland. But, yeah. Oh, I bet a show in Oakland would be crazy. Yeah. Maybe we need oh, to yeah. make a road trip. Well, actually. I, I mean, I'm down. Yeah, I'm, you could. I, I'm totally down for it. I'm in. I literally oh, have hell. nothing yeah, planned after but, July. Cross-country cross drive? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Can yeah. I fly and meet you there? I actually had a... I had a show recently that I hosted, and I dressed up as the Lake Merritt lady from Oakland. Oh. If anybody remembers the yeah, lady yeah. that called the cops because people yeah. were barbecuing. Oh, 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 <laughs> That's oh, awesome. oh, that is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, she's, she's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so I dressed up as her, <laughs> and I was barbecuing goofing. over there. <laughs> They're harassing me. Yeah. No, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, All right, man. Well, you can call in any time right, and tell us about the show. comedy in San Francisco. I'm fascinated by that. So, all right, very good. All right, buddy. All right, I'll t- get yep, that. Oh, take oh, care. oh, the reason I asked you about the sleepy yeah, thing yeah. is, uh, and I was starting to tell this story because so I would get to work every day and I would fall asleep, right? And then sometimes during the day I would fall asleep yeah. in front of my computer. Uh, turned out I have sleep apnea, and there was no sign of it whatsoever. So. If you're continuing to be sleepy and have sleep problems, uh, and there's a difference between being sleepy and being fatigued, you know, you got to be able to make that difference. Yeah, I'm not. Or that distinction. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. If you have daytime sleepiness, actually. Get a damn sleep study. No, I just, um, yeah. I just, I used to work for restaurants, so my schedule was to stay up late at night, so I'd take naps before I went to work, so I'd be 100% charged up internal battery before I went out and worked at night. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't have that apnea stuff and it's well, just, uh, you don't know that you don't unless you get a sleep study. Yeah. I'm just telling you because I had no okay. clue. My wife never told me uh, that I, that I stopped breathing. I didn't snore that much, but my sleep apnea was bad and I'm not a big fatso either. Yeah. So I had this thing called complex sleep apnea, which when they fixed the, uh, of course you did, of course, <laughs> When they fixed yeah. the obstructive there, sleep apnea, you know, the snoring sleep apnea, I, then I would stop breathing. So they put the CPAP on, I'd immediately stop breathing. So now I have to be on this thing called BiPAP, which actually is like a non, non-invasive non um, ventilator that breathes for me at night when I stop breathing. And that has changed my life. I'm telling you, the nights when I sleep like eight hours, I'll, every once in a while I'll get eight hours and I'll only have three events an hour. I, it feels like I'm on speed. I've never done a drug that made me feel better than that. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So think there about was, it. There was a, yeah, there was a comedian uh, out in the, it was during the 1980s, kind of when Robin Williams was starting to come into, and his first name was George. I can't remember his last name, but he had this joke. He would say, why is it always the people who snore are the first ones to fall asleep? Right, right. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, that was, that was probably, um, was that guy George Miller? Is that the guy's name? And he'd say, uh, uh, he'd, no, it was, it, that he'd, he'd say, um, um I'm, I can't um, remember his last name. Okay. Well, he'd say, he, I remember, yeah, uh, he would hang his arm out the window when he was driving and some woman said, uh, young man, that's a good way to lose an arm. And he's like, why, thank you. Can you tell me some of the other ways? But uh, I just remember that <laughs> yeah. making me laugh when I was a kid. But I uh, know he was a Californian comedian. But anyway, um, yeah, it's um, 
Nah, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck it. it uh, all right. I'm sure it would have been good. So we're, we're we drinking. Go, Be probably. on hold for an hour and then remember. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> all right. Love go. you guys. Take okay, care. All right. Take, all right, care, take care. Have a great Call day. Call us anytime. Afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually wanting to do a trip He's out to He's going to be LA on hold for two hours next time. Huh? <laughs> so I actually am wanting to go out to California this summer sometime. Yeah, and you need to be doing some open or, mics or, in all these places. I'd love to. And, or even up in uh, New York. And um, I've worked out my school schedule to where I've got one class that's in person. So I can actually travel. Yeah. Um, that's what I intend to do because I, I, I want to get into it more. I yeah. wanna well, really, you need to. And, yeah. um, I, you know, I... Um, Daniel doesn't know your history, but um, Cliff was one of the contestants. Well, there, there's his picture on that poster up there. Oh, right I'm up here. there looking <laughs> for, you. Uh, for the in the uh, um, uh, funniest person in the Tri Cities competition. But then we put together this new comedian showcase where we got a uh, some of the finalists to together to uh, go out and just do a real mini tour just in the Tri Cities. Right. But it was really fun. And um, Cliff is one of those that, you know, I talked to my friend Bobby Kelly, who is a, you know, incredible comedian. I mean, he's made his living, a very good living at doing nothing but comedy and acting for the last, you know, 25 years. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, I got this guy. How can how can we help him? And he's like, dude, you can't. He's got to just yeah. do sets. There's no shortcut. I can introduce him to some people, and that's cool, and that'll help a little bit, but you just got to do a million sets. Yep. That's you what know, I want to do. 10,000 hours, <laughs> you become good at whatever. And actually, right now, I heard something about there being Mike. there's there's like flight specials right now to California and back for like two hundred dollars or really? something like yeah. two hundred yeah. If you go do sets, hell, we got yeah. some money in the account, dude. I'll give you two hundred bucks for an airplane I airplane mean, ticket. I and you know that's 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 awesome. I you know I would I would appreciate I, I want to be able to to do. I want to be able to do so. Like it's been a while since I've been able to consistently hit mics and stuff. Right. And you know, we're we're living in this area of East, you know of yeah. Tennessee, and there's just not a whole lot. Yeah. So uh, when they closed down one of the places, yeah, and that pissed me off. Yeah. I you know it it wasn't so much that they closed it down for the comedy. I used to love to go there, mm-hmm. and um, that, you know, anyway, it's one of our local venues. The guy just decided he had enough money and he shut it down and wow. didn't so, even sell it to anybody. He nope. just said, I'm leaving and locked the door. Goodbye. <laughs> um, there is a, a club in, uh, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina. There's a club there called the Dead Crow. I'll go give those guys a, a, a oop. Here we go. Sorry. There, it's called the Dead Crow. And uh, Rich Voss was there actually a couple of weeks oh, wow. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, on Thursday nights, they have open mic night and I'm dying to do like it. I, I'm not a stand up comedian. I just want to do it like one time to see what it's like. Yeah. And uh, just, I want to bomb. Or I want to do really good, one or the other. You'll do both of those. Yeah. <laughs> you will do and, both. And, and uh, Voss was out there um, on Thursday. He was actually going to be there Friday and Saturday. But yep. he was there Thursday, and he did like 10 minutes, and some friends of mine were there. He, they, and he, just, he, he, had a, he killed. Yeah, whatever. of course he did. Yeah. Voss always kills. People give him shit, but there's he truly is a legend. There's nobody better than him on you know uh, as far as stand-up, and particularly his crowd work. I, I saw him there twice, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, what, we may have a new venue opening up here, and we're going to start. I'd like to start doing our regular, um, you know, comedy events with the sort of national comedians. Yeah. And Rich and Bonnie are at the top of my list to getting them down here. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Dude, if you're going to do that, we have to have tape. I know. And video. <laughs> because we're. I, we will absolutely just shit on you so bad. It'll be a great time. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, that, that's the thing, right? They, they, they. Um, you get a minute. Apparently, you go up there and you get like one minute, and if you do well, I think you get three minutes. Okay, after that. yeah, and if you don't, they just kick yeah, you off. Yeah, give you all. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I could do in a hook. minute to like. It's hard, you know yeah. the the competition that we did was, you know, that three <sighs> minutes was tough, and it was. Everyone said when Cliff got done, you know, we wished that we could have heard more. Um, you know. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that, but it was it was stressful. Like, sure, because you have to. Because that's the thing about comedy. Because like you're you're becoming a character on stage, and sometimes those characters require like development right. to get the, the audience to trust you to to want to hear what you have to say. And it's hard to do that in three right. minutes. No, you if know? you're a long form storyteller, you're not going to oh, do man, well no. in a competition no. like that. Mm-mm. So, so, but anyway, all right. Um, area code three hundred four. You're on Weird Medicine. Uh oh. Hello. You know what? Hello. Oh, hey, man. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? 
You got to talk in. Your volume is Hello? way down. I know it sucks. I live in the country. Oh, there you go. That's a little better. What can we do for you? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like okay. To, All right. Well, thanks for no, calling. Seriously, I'd, I'd really like to thank you and all of your listeners for helping me at West Virginia Ramp Salt. Oh, this is our buddy Ramp from Salts. from uh, wvrampsalt.com. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you've gotten you you've gotten a little bit of bump since uh, since we plugged your stuff a couple shows back. Yep, I got about four orders. Oh, well, four. Well, I guess the four orders better than none. That's but right. you know, we could probably do a little better <laughs> than that. <laughs> That's cool, though. So I listened to your show, and I loved the pork run. I could do a ramp salt pork run. I bet you could. Really? Now that would be something. Don't play with me. <laughs> Tease. Yeah, you know. Uh, I wanted to comment. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to comment about the redneck comment. Which one? Oh, earlier. Uh, uh, it depends. Pork runs. There's like pork hundreds runs. of them. Well, that look, there's rednecks and there's shit rednecks, and you're you're the first one. You're not the second one. No, and it, I appreciate. It. And there's no, there's country people. Look, I speak hick. I grew up speaking what we called hick, right? And I, when I grew up, we talked like this. And I, you, you go over there and get up there, and you know, and that that was how I talked. Mm-hmm. And I lost my accent in I film like school. That. I lost my accent in film school uh, because we did a class called "Lose Your Accent." It really wasn't called that, but that was basically what it was. And uh, so now I talk like this, but you know, um, uh, so but we called that hick. You know, as Appalachian, I I grew up where I grew up was mountains, four miles of dirt road to get to my house. Okay, so uh, hick, I don't see that as a pejorative term at all. You know, that's what we called ourselves. Redneck, even then, we would call other Believe people we didn't like redneck. <laughs> What's that? Say it again. Believe it or not, I actually understand what pejorative means. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, yeah, well, you, ain't, you ain't no redneck. No, nah, you ain't no redneck, dude. Come on, man. That has more I than two syllables in it. I can one if you want me to be. I got chickens in my yard. And nah. I mow my grass in my hand. I don't buy I it. I got it. When, when, I was a, when I was a kid, I'm from Indiana originally, and they say wash. Wash. Yeah, you got to wash your clothes. It, it took yeah. me so long to stop saying yeah. that. I, I, well, up here they say uh, a weird one. Why would you stop? Soda pop. I made a lot of fun of. Sody dope. Now, where I came from, it was sody dope. And um, I've never heard any of these <laughs> pronunciations. So, what's a sody dope? Sody dope is, you know, soda, it's, it's a soda, Coke. Pop. Yeah. I call it pop. Well, and I get all kind of. Where are you from? Stuff for that. The reason they called them dopes was because you know Coca Cola had cocaine in it. That was right. my theory or my that. hypothesis. Mm. And but they still call them soda no dopes. Up, that's absolutely <laughs> been proven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they did have it, but I didn't know if that's why they called them dopes. Soda dope. And uh, yeah, in the mountains of North Carolina, uh, uh, Coca Cola. You know, they'll say, "I'm going to get me a soda dope." Hmm. Never heard that. Um, what was the other thing? The only reason. West Virginia. Yep. Is where it's at and why it's called West Virginia and why the war was won. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Why? You take the West Virginia why? map and you spread it out. Yeah. It's bigger than the state of Texas. We were smart enough to hide behind trees <laughs> and shoot the idiots that were standing there with their flag. Yeah, and you just shoot at them. Yeah. No, we shot and killed them. Yeah. Well, there you go. What, what, what I'm else? I'm kind of being an asshole right now. No, you. <laughs> we don't, you, dude. And that's cool. We don't know that. It's a. We don't know anything about history. We no We're idea. a medical show. That's all it is. We're happy people. Dude, oh, no. We don't care. All right. I need to ask I just a medical question for real. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Shoot. Get, you guys get your music ready. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to comment on your music in the intermission. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> right? I could have made a montage out of that, like Dr. Steve. Yeah. 
It was great. Thank it would you. have been ridiculous. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's Super Android 23. Right, so, Look for them on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> that's a compliment or not. Right. Yeah, I really appreciate it. All right, so Take here's a really time. interesting question. Okay. We'll be the it's judge. Not one I'm a, <laughs> I don't really want to ask this question because obviously I'm on the phone with national radio, but. Yeah. I think he wants to. About 15 years ago, I found a little bump on my scrotum. Okay. So I went to the doctor, and he said, I'm not sure. But I think it's just a scrotal cyst. Yes. And I said, I don't care what it is. I want it out of here. Sure. So I went and had a little surgery. Took it off. Literally, I was scared to death for the next four days, thinking that when the stitches fell out, my balls were going to fall off. Yep. Like, literally, I thought my balls would fall out of the little scrotal sack. I'm locked in right now. I'm so excited to hear this story. Me too. You've got us all Keep very talking. Interested. Yeah, we're all very quiet. We're we're listening. Go on. What I've actually learned is that now I have about 20 of them. Oh, shit. Oh. Now he's got 20 cysts. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they... they They're little, and they itch like a motherfucker. Are they white? Well, uh, I don't he's know. looking. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a whitish color to them? Because the reason I'm asking is there's a thing called scrotal calcinosis. Everyone should go Google that right now and see scrotal calcinosis. And these are little deposits of calcium that look like little cysts on the scrotum, but that's really what they are. And uh, you can get an extreme version of that. The whole scrotum is taken over by these lumps. And uh, you, if you have a I'm new... Not- a new sexual partner, you just have some explaining to do. You know, and, oh, no, it's okay. It's just scrotal calcinosis. <laughs> <That's scrotal laughs> bro. It's no big deal. Even with my current partner, I have to explain. These little bumps aren't poisonous. Right. <clears throat> yeah, they're not an STD. But uh, you, you might want to get those checked. Just make sure. But it's most likely those are completely benign. And uh, uh, benign cysts, or they could be. Ew. Uh, oh, you, <laughs> you looking at scrotal calcinosis, Ew. lady diagnosis? Uh-huh. See, I just heard. I heard that girl. <laughs> saying, I saw his balls, and I don't want any part of that. Huh. Next show, we'll tell the story of the guy that was masturbating with his um, uh, penis, and he was rubbing it on a on a um, conveyor belt. And he was too close to the little circuit. Well, I'll just tell the story now. Um, he had he was working in his workplace. He had this conveyor belt, right? And it went up and did something. I don't know what it was, but it made a nice throbbing sort of vibration. So he takes his penis out, his erect member, and is holding it against this machine, right? And then you know how the conveyor belts have a wheel? Yeah. Well, he was a little close to the wheel, and the wheel caught his scrotum. And it ripped his scrotum open, oh. and his left testicle went shooting out the window. That's disgusting. This is an absolutely true story. And um, and he was so embarrassed that he stapled his scrotum shut with an industrial stapler, right? He's a dumbass. And you guys, uh, a trooper. Yeah, the, the, reason this, the, word. the reason this came to light was he went to the emergency room. And uh, they were like, well, dude, what what happened? Because it got infected, and he had right. the scrotum that was the size of a basketball that was full of nothing but pus. Oh. And they had to remove the whole thing. Yeah, yeah you got you to gotta yeah. take the whole sack off at that point. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you hear the music. Check out wvrampsalt.com for all your ramp salt needs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, thanks for calling. I'm glad your scrotum's okay. But uh, with those lumps, just get them checked by a urologist and then call us back and let us know what they say, okay? I can tell you this one little story if it's okay. Okay, well. <laughs> Tomorrow? Call, call us back because the show is ending. <laughs> they told me not to do it because the other nurses in the place that I actually work He's gonna tell look a story. Size and tell everybody else. Yeah. Wait, say it again. They told me not to have any. We heard you. Because they thought the penis would be recognized. That's it. All right, dude. Thank you for your ramp salt. Thanks for your support. We're big fans of yours. We'll have your product anyway. (laughs) Take care, buddy. All right. Enjoy. Say hello to West Virginia for us.
He's a good guy, but damn. Oh, is this going to crescendo and do something? There you go. Here goes. Thanks always go to Cliff Andrews, a.k.a. 49 Cent. Check him out at, what is it? Rants, Rants in, my, in pants. my Pants. Yeah. Rants in My Pants. He's also got a YouTube channel. Or is that your YouTube channel? That's the the the, the new show I'm doing on, on YouTube. Okay, cool. Lady Diagnosis. She's delightful. Check her out at, at Lady Diagnosis on uh, Twitter. Super Android 23, a.k.a. the Moogfest Posse. Hopefully the rest of our posse is listening live. That's John, Daniel Renteria, which is... uh, Rents an apartment. Yeah, he rents an apartment, and um, his SoundCloud is... It's official Aladdin, or Aladdin. It's A-L-E-D-I-N. You can find me on SoundCloud if you just look up that name. I'll uh, I'll put it on our website. There we go. Nobody's going to find that. Thank you. <laughs> You're violating the Opie Hughes rule of, uh, of uh, website design is having some damn thing nobody can spell. Yeah, everyone keeps telling me the same thing, honestly. <laughs> and now I'm like... I can show you a way to get around that. You can do a subdomain on another like website. You can make it real simple. And just have it point to that. I'll show you how to do it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. All right, cool. So we don't have to hear about this anymore? About what? His name spelled, or his website, whatever, called something wrong. Yeah. We don't have to hear about that? We have to give him shit about something. Oh. It's true. Okay. My first time on here, so I have to, right? It's it's necessary. I mean, us old people, we have to destroy the the young. Break their spirit. Especially ones that are as good looking as this guy is. Yeah, Jesus. He's, he's good looking. You guys can't see, but yeah, you got to give him hell. Thank you. <laughs> we can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teff. See, I have much more energy when this music's going. Eric Nagel and Roland Campos, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Ron Bennington, and Fez Watley, who's early supported this show. Has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel. Sirius XM channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, on demand and other times at Don Wicklin's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Yay. That's fun.